Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Before we start, this is the BS, which is starting to become America's favorite game. Let's just be honest, all right? This game is so fun. But before we start this game, I want to just shoot the breeze with my man, co-producer Smarts. You already know it's Nasua Nuru and co-producer Smarts. This is how we start this show all the time. Cole, what's up? I'm, everything is good, bro. I'm, I'm chilling. How are you? <laughs> That's how we do it every time. I always say something like that. Or oh, how was your weekend? I know, Some I know. You so cool. He said, how were you? How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I'm okay. doing pretty good. I can't lie. I'm actually just on on 10. You know, some some young person called me from a long time ago talking about some, hey, we we friends. What's up? I'm like, no, we not. Like, I'm just I'm on everybody right now. Oh just gosh. antennas is super up. But what I do want to do before we get into America's favorite game, this is the BS. I want to shoot the breeze with you about our cars game. Yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. we did this cars game. We we wanted to have our alpha brunch, which we're going to have more of. We agreed to that. Yes, we're going to we, have more brunches. We'll have more brunches. For okay, sure. cool. More alpha brunches. And because the first time was okay, we could have used some more, some different audio so we could make sure that the audio was matching the visuals. Making sure that sounds super crisp. And that's going that's taken care of. That's light though. Yeah. That's a light. That's not yeah. even a big thing. I'm just saying, while all that was going on, we actually played a, a pretty okay space game and we actually had some good topics. Yes, we but did. But one thing we did was, and I like to show my, my writing ability, is I came up with this game called the Lightning Round. You remember Family Feud? Yep. So Family Feud used to have a round called Fast Money in the end. Yep. Where two people from the family would basically, one would go into the booth somewhere, the, the, the quote unquote soundproof booth, probably just in the green room chilling. Mm-hmm. And then the other one would be on the podium next to Steve Harvey. Yep. And, and just letting off words, you know, there's many words on the top of the survey. Yeah. The most popular words. Exactly. In like 30 seconds. So. So what I chose to do mm-hmm. was just basically tell you to name something still, but it's just a normal statement. You just make an answer. It's not based on a survey. It's based on you and your personality. Right. We live in an introverted world now. Everyone's just naturally introverted because of social media. Everybody rather just talk behind that keyboard. No one really likes to talk at a bar anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why bar, yo, it's so funny. I'm, I come from the party era. Like, I, yo, wherever that spot is at, everybody's there. It's not like that anymore. No, no you, you go, it's, it's like a Miami bar. It's like a half packed thing now. Yeah. You know, people, especially with the pandemic, a lot of people have gone introverted, even if, even the people that were extroverted have gone introverted for, for, for many reasons. So I want everybody to meet all of us, me, smarts, and two new members to the late night flight, Nate and Jers. Well, Jers is not really new. He's done me versus Google. Yeah, you guys, you 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 guys have heard him in previous, but he's he's going to be a more present. He is personality he, he is new show. because I have I have given him a pilot suit now. Okay, oh, okay. okay, cool. All right. All right, I have I have I have dappered the young man in the pilot suit. All right, he was just a guest. He was like on first class. 
for okay. those, you know, the CEO of BBS Entertainment deserves first class. I will definitely give him first class yes. service. Yes. You know, while Ebony Amazon or one of my other special ladies are being the chief flight attendant or my homegirl sweet, something like that. Yeah. But now he has flown so much. I have given him so many frequent flyer miles. He's worked his way all the way up to the cockpit. He's going to be here. I'm glad you used that term, but yes, that's true. Come on, son. I know what you're talking about. All right. All right. So. Pilots, man. That is correct. All right. Let's play a few of them. That was, that was funny, by the way. But let's, 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 let's fire off a few of those lightning rounds. Let's go. So let's start with Jers. Let's start with Jers. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Name a line that you have used to curve women. <sighs> Quickly. I'm going to do it one more time. Don't curve women. Under a, under a minute. Just any line. Okay. Whether you have it, you have it. But what's a line that is good to do it? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Name a line that you have used to curve women. I'm crazy. Name the make and model of a car that's boss. Kind of like Escalade. Name a female celebrity that that you wouldn't mind getting caught in a hot tub with in front of your wife. Me alone. Create the name of the next trap artist that will run. Uh, that will run rap for the next three years. Young Shoestring. <laughs> <laughs> Polyamorous or monogamous? Uh, neither. Yeah, you gotta choose one. I choose one. I don't know what the f- polyamorous <laughs> is. So multiple women or just one? All right, just one. Okay, monogamous. He still wouldn't even say monogamous. <laughs> though. It's just like, just one. <laughs> like someone's listening, like because. You know, <laughs> what I find funny is that your wife is going to listen to this, bro. How you not going to pick polyamorous or monogamous? Like, it, like you don't know what monogamy means. We're not, I ain't going to get you in no trouble, bro. Exactly. But, but that's funny, though. That was hilarious. It was hilarious. We just going to chalk it up to the confusion of the word. Word. And you were bewildered. Yes. And. Yes. No, he actually yeah. was bewildered. Yeah. There's no conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why you said I don't know, right? So you're a good man, bro. It was it was hilarious. Heart's in the right place. It's hilarious, (laughs) even though you didn't know what monogamy was. (laughs) Let's play Nate. Let's play Nate. Here we go, Nate. (laughs) Should I call you Nate on this podcast or Batman? Batman. Adonis. (laughs) It's me. Oh man. <laughs> Nate, name a line that you have used to curve women. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> name the make and model of a car that's boss. Lamborghini Urus. Name a female celebrity that you wouldn't mind getting caught in a hot tub with in front of your wife. Her. Mm. Mm. Create the name of the next trap artist that will run rap for the next three years. Lil 973. Ah. <laughs> That's better not be me. <laughs> Polyamorous or monogamous? Mexican. Okay. <laughs> Come on. You gotta answer one. Come on. No. Uh monogamous. Okay. He said Mexican. <laughs> Yo, the dude. I can actually play that role. Little Nas. Little Nas 73? Yeah, Little Nas 73. <laughs> I can actually, yeah. I can actually play that part, yo. That that was a good one. Let's get back in that studio, Nate. AMG, you already know. It were. I can do that for you, Lil Nas Seven Three. He said Mexican. Yeah, that was that was L. Yo, right there. that boy, that boy, that boy, crazy. That boy is crazy, yo. All right, so who's next? 
That would be you. Oh man, yeah. That would man. be you. Come oh, on, yo, you had the funniest line of the night. Be setting me up, man. You had the, the funniest ass. line of the night. Yeah, here we go. Hit, hit. This was me at the, you know, at 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 the brunch answering this lightning round questions for a man that likes tall white women from Czechoslovakia. This guy is awesome. <laughs> It's like, yeah, now go ahead and play the clip. <laughs> I guess. Lars, I asked you. <laughs> right, here, here we go. go. Here we go, bro. Name a line that you have used to curve women. I'm married. Name the make and model of a car that's boss. Uh, a Rolls Royce. Yes, sir. Name a female celebrity that you wouldn't mind getting caught in the hot tub with in front of your wife. Eartha Kitt. Ooh. Ooh, retro, Ma, because stop. because anybody if, Ma, if look because if no, anybody catch I'm me if she catch me in the I'm tub with a woman she better be a dead one. <laughs> hey yo, I was about to be mad as hell. Her hey, yo. <laughs> Damn, because she is a dead woman. All right, ten seconds. Polyamorous or monogamous? Monogamy, of course. All right, ask me. <laughs> Yo, that Eartha Kit line, I was so hot. I was ready to fight a little bit. Like, yo, why are you coming on my show doing this BS, yo? Hey, it was a play on Boomerang. My name is Marcus. That's the first thing that came up. My dad name is Marcus. My mother name is Angela. So that was just the first thing that came to my mind. It was, it was just one of those Zen moments where the universe just lines up at the perfect time and boom. And my wife is going to love that answer. Yo, it worked. First of all, you you just you just you just gave yourself twenty more years of happy marriage. <laughs> All right, that's number one. Number two, you made one of your homies mad and smile at the same time. And then the third, yo, that was the that was the line of the night, yo. That was funny. It, it was, was dumb funny, funny yo. It was funny. That was dumb funny. That in the Mexican line that Nate had, yo, that yeah. was that was top notch right there. All right, let's play me. Oh, uh, here we go. Let's play me. This is this is the one right here. Nah, this uh, is not. This is mine. This is fine. This, I mean, I just this I, is the one. Come on, this man. This is the one we've been waiting for. If I say I was Mexican, then then definitely <laughs> this has been the one you were waiting for. All right, here we go. Here we go. Producer. Yeah, all right, bro. So yeah. name a line that you have used to curve women. I'll call you back. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Name the make and model of a car that's boss. 1975 Pontiac GTO. Mm. Right. Name a female celebrity that wouldn't mind that you wouldn't mind getting caught in bed in the hot tub with in front of your wife. Jay Cargill. Please look her up. She's a wrestler on AEW. Uh-huh. Oh, I know who you're talking about. My God. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. What create the name of the next track artist? Freddie Four Stacks, I got it. Freddie Four Stacks, okay. Freddie Four Stacks. Okay, poly, uh, poly, what, polyamorous or monogamous? Monogamous, monogamous. All right, cool, cool. Yo, Freddie Four Stacks? I could play that, dude. I could play Freddie Four Stacks. You definitely like a Freddie Four Stacks, yo. <laughs> Freddie Four Stacks a gangster, though. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Freddie I like Four that Stacks. One. But Fre- that, y'all didn't let me say mine. Like, y'all, y'all laughed so much That's true. from the Earth the Kid. That's true. But my 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 rapper, my trap artist would be Thug Killer, Killer Thug. It would be a group. <laughs> thug Killer, they Killer Thug. Yo, they killing them out there. <laughs> That's what's happening out here anyway. You might as well just wear the name. Thug Killer and, and Killer, Killer Thug. thug. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> yo, 
It's, it's definitely two homies out here right now. We could just train. They already got the guns and everything. We just got to give them the rob. Yeah, word. Make thug, killer, killer thug. Yo, we'll make it. Yo, that's the name right there. And then all they got to do is have a feature with Young Thug. Or like, not like Pooh Shiesty. Or Pooh Shiesty. Pooh Shiesty, oh Young Thug. Oh, my God. Pooh Shiesty, Thug, Killer, Killer Thug. Ooh. <laughs> Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is... is the game where we find out if this is the bullshit Nassua. New Rue, co-producer Smarts, how are you? Everything is good, man. Um, We had a good weekend. Great weekend. We had the pop-up this weekend. Great weekend. Oh, it was awesome. It rained on us. The rain didn't stop us. All our vendors did well. Yes. We had a nice after party. Yes. Yo, my man, my man Rich Roy, you know what I'm saying? They pulled up in a party bus. Pulled up in a party bus. Everybody had on white. White suits. They had bottles of Ace of Spades. It was looking like a Diddy video from 1997. And, and, they, and they enjoyed themselves the whole night. But let's get to the game. That was a. I just. I just had to throw that in there. Did you want to shout out any of the vendors? Oh man. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. Sense of therapy. Word. She sold out. Whoa. Yeah. She had candles. Some nice candles. Uh, was it that candle right there? Yup. It's in the candle. Uh. Oh. Melanin Ab. Um, I want to say mixed by Bree. She made some great. She made some awesome drinks. Um, uh, Rock Famous has some has some nice bags and and, and accessories for you. Uh, my man Rob Zilla from Talented NY. We had uh, Kink Kinky Tea. He had nice African teas for you. Um, man, it was like over 20, 20 something vendors. I'm, 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 uh, Sarah from, uh, Sheik Souk. She came all the way up from, I think, South Brunswick with some African, um, with some Moroccan, uh, bracelets. She did okay. She did well. Um, the lip, the, the gloss box. She came through with her lip gloss. Uh, Cleopatra, that's her name. All right, Sparks, I'm gonna have to cut you off. Right. You know, we have things to do. All right, you know what I'm saying? We have things to do. Shout, right, no, cool. shout out to all the vendors. Shout out to all the vendors. Shout out to all the vendors, though. Like, real, real stuff, though. All the vendors. All the vendors. But we gotta start the game with this is the BS, all right? Go. Are you ready? I'm ready. According to NJ.com, New Jersey governor and white man who winked at me while I was a legislative aide for state senator Ronald Rice, Bill Murphy, signed a law to overhaul the expungement system in late 2019. It established a e-filing system, eliminated fees, and allocated $15 million to expand the workforce needed to process petitions. Fast forward to today, Smarts, where 1 million ex-offenders, including myself, are still waiting to have their weed charges expunged because without expungements, people can struggle to get jobs, housing, and student loans due to year-old charges on their records. In fact, in fact, Smarts, Milburn, New Jersey defense attorney Scott Gorman said he worries that people would not know if their case was eligible or had been expunged or that some would even be captured by the system or some would not be, my apologies, or that some would not be captured by the system. Mm -hmm. The notice states that a process is being developed in field inquiries about expungement status, but at the same time, the young man did not want to give any details 
further okay. than that. Okay, so basically, they're just basically just saying for those who don't understand, without the help of a lawyer, it can be nearly impossible for people to get old crimes cleared right from their records. Right, right, right. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bullshit? That a 27-year-old ex-offender for marijuana charges may have to wait until he's 32 to get a decent paying job because, you know, the system. Yeah, that's some BS. That's crazy. I mean, they, they got to figure out how to just wipe the slate, man. All right, Smart. So go to the second one right here. A second bank in a supermarket was robbed in Camden County last week. A man passed a bank teller a note demanding money in a specific domination at a PNC bank inside ShopRite on Berlin Cross Keys Road in the great city of Winslow this past Friday. The robber didn't show a, re- a weapon. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. The robber didn't show a weapon, but the note contained a threat to shoot the worker. Mm-hmm. After being handed the cash, the robber left in a dark color SUV that was parked outside the store. Three days earlier, so three days before this incident. Right, right. Supposedly a man matching his description. So we're going to just say it was him. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Robbed a citizen's bank inside the Acme, not the place where I'll eat coyote shops at. Uh Uh-huh. Acme on East Eversham Road in Runnymede, New Jersey. All right. He passed the bank teller a note that demanded money, threatened to shoot everybody up if the instructions weren't obeyed. He left on foot with the cash at 1.10 p.m. last week. Right. Smartside asks you, is it the bullshit that we don't go grocery shopping in South Jersey? All right. In Camden County, because if you ask me, ShopRite just gave a whole new meaning to the term cashback. Word. So he bought the car. He went robbed one spot, bought a whip, drove to another spot, yeah. and robbed them for the gas money. <laughs> yo, how about that, yo? Yo. How about that? Finally, and finally, and finally, and, um, you know, this one is not going to be as bad as I do other people. Please, go easy on them. Thank you. I, I, I'm going to try. All right. But it's about Queen Latifah. So, anyway. Academy Award winner for her role in Chicago, Queen Latifah, and Audible.com a.k.a. the corporate version of Newark Public Library, has announced a series of audio projects that will come out of their deal, including a seven-part Queen Latifah podcast called Unity in the Community. Hmm. The synopsis from Audible reads this. With so much drama in the LBC... No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. With so much bad news, is there anything to listen to that spells H-O-P-E? Yeah, it's called the late night flight, but whatever. Anyway, they also said Queen Latifah goes in search of good news and delivers it, focusing on community activists who are the glue that keeps their neighborhoods together. Each 30 minute episode will profile an activist implementing a concrete plan that can be modeled in their communities. Okay. Smart I ask you. <laughs> I ask you, Smarts. Smarts, I ask you. Ask me, I ask you, Smarts. Ask Smarts, me. I ask you. Because this sounds like some good news, but ask me anyway. Is it the bullshit that the podcast game continues to get saturated by TV and movie celebrities who has ditched radio in the first place just to triple their money on television? You ain't got to answer that <laughs> you, Queen Latifah. Hey, yo, you got enough money. Why the f*** you trying to hop on my f- block? Let me tell you something. I got the best podcast in Newark. Not you. Who is you? Come on, man. Why are you celebrities always just trying to f*** up 
and try to just stiff your hippo and I ain't talking about like you know size I'm talking about y'all you know y'all are big wells y'all y'all are like big people y'all just in this pond and y'all get to take up all the water I'm thirsty too I'm thirsty too alright I'm not gonna let you do the queen like that no we just gonna go up and have a discussion with Audible Yo, this is crazy. We just gonna go to the building. We gonna knock on the door. Let them know the late night flight is here. I am upset. That's what we gonna do. You, you, you win Grammys. Who am I? I, I still get raps from the gas station. I just happen to have talent. Why don't you sign me? Sign me. Allow me to deliver the news. To deliver the news on your podcast. It's your podcast. Let me be your host. That's that the problem sounds, with that. That sounds better than how you kicked it off. So hopefully the queen forgives you. Thank you. <laughs> you. You're Bye-bye. <laughs> it's a bunch of us. I'm in the colony. Everybody on a Martin. Everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it. I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash a bird. 40 on the tech. Yeah, I'm acting nerdy. If it's at the escalation to the abolition, I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the now river of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest honey badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the late night flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority and will be departing in five minutes. We appreciate your business. Again, we appreciate your business. We appreciate your business. With that being said, this flight ain't cheap. Donate to the Cash App Dollar Sign the Late Night Flight. Now, it might be a little turbulence, but we are predicting clear skies on our way back to Jersey. And I will tell you why. But before we do, do us a solid. Give us a like on our Facebook page. Follow us on IG to click the link tree in the bio. Chirp at us. Why don't ya on Twitter at the late night flight and you can catch all 53 episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, the late night QR scan, wherever, wherever, wherever podcasts are available. Now let's take off. Welcome back to the late night flight, Nassua, new room. Jers, you already know what's going on. We are here. This is the Late Night Flight. Yo, so look. We was just talking about the greatness of Drake. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, with the greatness of Drake, Drake, his albums hasn't been as good as him as a whole. Like, as a whole, you know, we basically say that he's the best rapper. That's what we say. The past 12 years, you might want to say Drake is the best rap artist. You may want to say that. Maybe, possibly. It's possible. It's very possible. It's highly likely. Now, I his, would say best artist, but he's a rapper, so I get it. That's why I say rap artist. I'm going to be fair to it. Now, for me, I'm like this. His best music isn't necessarily rap. It's kind of hard for me to put him in that category. I like to say Kendrick Lamar, but we're we not here for that semantic. I, we won't get into that. Okay. Now, you was talking about what makes his music like where it's like it's really good, but it doesn't break the ceiling. I know I have that answer. And it reminds me of someone who just passed away in the great Bismarck King. Hmm. Now, it's not a knock 
against his style. Right. It's a style that is, yo, this is very deep rooted. And, and I'm about to, like, I'm going to try my best to not get into my feelings because my, my, me as an artist, as a rap artist, mm-hmm. may, may come into play, but hear me out. So what Drake does very well is what I call reality rap. Okay. I think he has mastered the art of reality rap, where basically he doesn't speak in a, a street style. He basically speaks in an everyday form. Like he like all the relationship bars he has. I mean, that's basically what you go through right now. So it's like reality TV. Absolutely. He makes reality rap. Bismarck Key, rest in peace to this young man, this New York, New Jersey native who was the beatbox machine and had great songs such as Pickin' Boogers. Think about that for a second. The man made a hit song called Pickin' Boogers. Um, I don't think I've ever heard that song before. You gotta look it up. You gotta look it up. The man has a hit called Picking Boogers. Now, this is the 80s, but remember, think about this. This is reality rap. See how you just like, what? Now, this is where I'm about to get to the deep rooted part. So, you got a song called Picking Boogers. That's not necessarily relatable to the everyday black American that's in your hood. Nobody really, nobody may not necessarily want to hear about a song called Picking Boogers. Right. Until you hear it, then you like, yo, I. I feel where he coming from, but <laughs> but think about it like this. We're so into groups like this. Like, if I, all right, look, bro. Yes and no, if you like this group. M.O.P. Yes. Locks. Absolutely. G-Unit. Yes. I was going to say Onyx, and then I was going to step back. Yes. Right. Okay, but these are street-style rap artists. Correct. The streets... Is for the most part, and will all for I ain't gonna say will always, but for a long time, it just has been the the preference of the majority of Black Americans. Whether you are some college person, whether you some professional, whether you are not a professional, the hood style for the most part, that's just like that's what you want. If I talk about Kendrick Lamar being the best rapper, I may have somebody be like, "Nah, what about Future?" It's we please not talk about future. But I'm just saying though, but you know we in that era now. Look, future make hits, bro. He got a vibe. That, we are in that era. That's and what I I'm hear saying. What you're saying about Drake. I feel mm-hmm. I understand the direction you're going in. Yeah, yeah. And after everything you just said. Yeah. And Drake is like the top artist of the past decade plus. Yes. But he doesn't have a classic album. He doesn't. And that's sad. But hold on, but Cameron has a classic album. Oh, whoa, whoa. Drake doesn't. What 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 album you of, of Cameron's you think is a classic album? Come Home With Me and Confessions of Fire. Yo, you, it's funny that you said that because I think the album that you didn't say that you didn't say is his best album, and that's sports, drugs, and entertainment. SDE? SDE is fire. SDE was fire. That's his best album, in my but opinion. What, but but we best album and classic album. Uh, can be debatable sometimes. Here's why I say that. What what makes come These, home with the me? The two albums okay. I just said. Okay. Impact. Okay, I'm the listening. Reach, I'm listening. The numbers, the fans. Come home with me when global. That's when he was with the Rock. He was on his Dipset. That's what spawned the whole Dips. You understand what I'm saying? They had just did the mixtape before the album came out. All that, like he went global with that. Fashion came into play. I had in the hood wearing pink, bruh. 
before that wasn't nobody wearing pink in the hood. They was getting clowned, man. Okay. But my the impact, that's my whole point. No, no, no. So Come Home With Me can be a classic for Cam, but it won't even last in the top 10 of what we're going to be doing next segment, where we're going to be doing the top 10 rap albums, in our opinion, of all time. I mean, that's an honorable mention. Okay, no, nah, that's cool. Honorable mention. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that in the next segment that's as well. Guy. What up, Cam? But, but if you will, is it anything... Like as far as you as a hip hop as a hip hop artist, just a hip hop know it all. What are your thoughts on Biz Marquee and what he brought to the game? First of all, rest in peace to a legend. Um, Biz Marquee is wasn't the first, but he made the whole beatboxing turned it into a song. Like he made it hot. It was him and Dougie. Less fresh. I'm talking about that would have been a dope versus right there. Facts. Oh, super facts. I mean, wasn't we ain't get a chance to get it. Um, people has remixed and remade Biz Marquee records to this day. Um, his impact will never be forgotten. Um, I know I wouldn't you say he's just a friend. Uh-huh. I mean, you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. But I like. Yo, rest in peace, Biz. You was my guy. Your videos, wow. When I look at a fat boy, SSE, who's, you know what I mean, doing his thing right now, mm. I think of Biz Marquee. You feel what? He, he actually redid the song itself. You understand what I'm saying? Got a whole video to it, everything. So the legacy will continue to keep going. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, man, Biz is a legend, yo. He's a legend. Thank you for flying the late night flight. It's time for me versus Google, not you, the captain. Welcome back to the Late Night Flight. It is me versus Google, one of my favorite segments. We are bringing it back. You already know we talk this hip-hop thing. And usually, we would go on the internet, find something on the internet that would verse me and Jers, or just me, or maybe even just Jers, whatever. We find out what's better. So, we're not even going to do that. Every, every single, like, rap cover, rap internet source has a top 10 rap album of all time. And I think that, honestly, everybody's top 10 is, at this point, nothing more than a perspective. There's no right or wrong answer. Unless it's egregious. Like, if you tell me Chicken in Bed from Ludacris is on your top 10, I'm going to assume you from Atlanta, and then I'm going to assume you want these hands, because that can't even happen. You know what I mean? Like, excuse me? What you just say? What you hey, just say, yo. dog? Hey, dog, yo, don't even talk like that, dog. I don't care where you from. Can't be from Peachtree. You already know that it's not nowhere near a top 10 greatest album of all time. But before we Absolutely get- Absolutely not. Right. Before we get in our top 10, let's just get into our honorable mentions. Since I am going first with my top 10, because we're going to figure out who, is ha- who had the better, and you have to listen to the episode to find out, and we'll find out you know, who has the better list. But Jers, who are some of your honorable mentions? So this might be the first time in the history of top 10s that I got artists in the honorable mention as well as in my top 10. Um, you'll understand why later, because we're talking about top 10 albums of all time, not top 10 artists of all time. So people should be able to understand where I'm, where I'm coming from. 
Well, I will hope you would just talk about the albums, but go ahead. You know, yeah, <laughs> Yo. you know, go ahead. You know, go so, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to do honorable mention albums? Yes, the the ones that didn't make your top ten. The ones that didn't make my top ten. Yes, honorable mentions. Uh, That's why we're mentioning them in honor. Reasonable doubt did not make my top ten. Oh. I can't even curse right now. That's that's yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, it did not is, make my top ten. That is disrespectful. Jay-Z is my favorite artist ever. That is, but that album did not make. my You know top what? 10. No, this is a safe place. I'm not even going to judge you. I mean, a lot that of people is, is going to judge me. It's cool. Is, it's all right. Is, it's cool. They is, can judge me. That is because people got to understand. I'm going is, off of not just lyrical content. The best rapper of all time. One of the one. Of his albums that he has like about eight albums. You telling me one, one of eight. them? He got about ten. One of them didn't get on the top. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Top 10 of all time. He's the greatest rapper of all time. You got to at least have one. One. He, I mean, he's on my, he got some stuff on my top 10. But Reasonable Doubt didn't go on my top 10. It's That's his all. best album, arguably. It's not his best album. Okay, I'll be quiet. Continue. I'm sorry. Well, when you say best album, you're talking about lyrics, right? Is that? No. What are you, you talking about impact? I'm talking about like, I mean, if. if so we going greatest albums of all times. It's impact. It's lyricism. It's reach. Songs, reach. Sell. Okay, so I, I'm with you on and that. Hits. So Listen, I'm with you. I, under, you I understand saying? where you're going. I understand where you're going. Yeah, it became that. Yeah. But when it dropped, it wasn't that. Like it was a hood, it was a hood rocker. Don't get it f-ed up. But it, it wasn't. I'm with you. You know what I mean? It, I, continue with your honorable mentions. I, I, we, I don't want us to argue <laughs> on something that's that's not even like, I mean, right, wow. Let's, let's go honorable mention for honorable mention. Because okay. I gotta I gotta think about it. All right, so one of my honorable mentions is it's dark and hell is hot. Okay. BMX. Okay. I, I, and and the, the album that beat it, I'm happy that it beat it. And, and I'm happy that I have it in the top 10 because it was like one or this one. And I chose, I had to listen to both of them on title when I said, now nah, I'm going with this one. So you'll find out what that one is. Okay. <sighs> what, what's your, you have another honorable mention? The Chronic is not on my top 10. Okay. I mean, that's, 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 that's that's on a lot of people's top ten. That's rude. Know what I mean, like that's too. The, the first chronic. Hold up, it's Re- not on my top. Reasonable 10. doubt in the chronic. We're talking about the greatest producer and the greatest and one of the greatest lyricists that wrote for that greatest producer. Neither one of those albums that's connected. You know, Jay Z was writing for Dr. Dre on the chronic and the chronic two thousand one. How okay? Well, that's he, wrote, he wrote for the chronic two thousand one, not for the first one. That's okay. You know what? Fine, fine, but he wrote for him. Re- not reasonable doubt. The chronic would be like, and again, this is me. So, all right, I'm a, I'm a, the, I'm a, the, the first chronic would be like number eleven. It'd be like ten B. All right, check me out. I got so I'm gonna say these next two, and then you say your next two, and then we'll we'll go to our top ten. So here go two of them right here. The Marshall Mathers LP. I am. That's a that's a good album. I actually, I, I second that. That's a good album. It is. It's a great album. It's a great it's album. It's a great f- album. I did not put it on my top 10, though. It's a great album. I almost made it. It was... Yo. 
All right. So, album. and then I have Doggy Style. I have a reason too. Now, I ain't gonna wait, lie to wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. Doggy Style's wait, not wait, on wait, me. Wait, wait, no, no, no. He's wait, not. Wait, wait. It's not. You got on me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. For reasonable doubt. That's fine. Yes. Doggy Style is one of the top selling hip hop albums of all time. It, it only went six platinum. Let, let's let's not relax. No, it did not just only go six platinum. See, you can't just go off of just that. First of all, we talking about the nineties. Yes, yes. So six times platinum is the equivalent of diamond today. Let's be clear. Okay, I'm not, I'm with you. You feel what I'm I, saying? I understand. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. I mean, no, yeah. you, no, no. You know, it's funny I, that you I, said that because wow. when I had Snoop Dogg number three in my top top ten ninety rap artists of all time, mm-hmm. you looked at me and scoffed at me like, "What you mean?" We talking like, about albums. We not talking about the nah, artists. Now, nah, Doggy Style was a big time album. Now, here goes here goes my. This is the only thing I'm gonna say about it. We can get to our top ten. So, hit me out. The reason why I don't have it in my top ten. Tell me, what's the biggest Snoop Dogg song? That's a hard question, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hard question. You know bro. what's funny? You know what's funny? I at first I was wa- I was walking down the street by the I was gra- grabbing grabbing drinks for for the podcast and I was like, yo. What is Snoop Dogg's song that we play on the radio to this day? And I thought about it because at first I said it's no song, it's no song on Doggy Style that 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 has it, but but it is one, and it's Gin and Juice. Yeah, but I know what you're gonna say. What I was gonna say, drop it like it's hot. I mean, I wasn't gonna go there because because hear me out. The I think the best songs that you remember Snoop Dogg on is the albums that I have on the top ten. So what you got? What's your last two? The uh, two honorable mentions. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. A lot of dead air. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> go with Ready to Die. Sorry. What? Okay. You know it's crazy. You know that. You know this is gonna be more fun than what you actually think. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to go with Ready to Die. So, all right, boom. Uh, now, wait. Boy, What's wait. Up? What's up? disclaimer. Yes. I don't have an order. I know. That's fine. Of my top 10. That's fine. Okay. You've been, right. you've been getting away with that a lot lately. Anyway. Yeah, it is what it is. It man. is what it is. It you is what, what it is. So, all right. I'm in my order. I have order. All right? Okay. Here we go. You ready? So, to be fair to the modern day, I wanted to put one modern day album in the top 10. Okay? Because I think this dude is nah, the best. Nah, nah I'm dealing... I think he's the best rapper in the last 14 years. I don't care. I'm saying it right now. And if you win a Pulitzer Prize for your album, God damn it, it's one of the greatest albums ever. Damn, Kendrick Lamar. Hmm. Number 10. Number 10, though. Number 10. Over, over, over Good Kid? Um. Oh, no. Nah, damn is a better album than uh, Good Good Kid, Bad City, or Mad City, whatever you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's a great album, though. But it's, it's not better than Damn. Okay. Damn is... It's mature. It's like it's it's a ready album, and I mean, as far as how he's delivering his lyrics is, in my opinion, it's solid. It's solid. It's not all over the place. It's not him just exerting his flow. He's actually saying some <laughs> like to pimp a butterfly. He was trying to say stuff, but then at the same time, he wanted you to like catch this seventies funk vibe. People wasn't ready for that. It's like damn was a a beautiful mix. Like now you don't look like you just out there on some PM doing. You actually look like a lyricist now. Like I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, sir. <laughs> Number nine, enter the woo. Thirty six chambers. I want to just let people know right now. This is the. They may not be the greatest group of all time, but this is the greatest rap album any group has made. Duh. I want y'all to understand that? Okay. 
Number definitely disagree. What 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 rap? Okay, what 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 was a better rap album as in, in a group? I get back to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Number eight, number eight. So I got damn Kendrick Lamar. Number nine, into the Wu Thirty Six Chambers Wu Tang Clan. Number eight, get rich or die trying. Fifty Cent. This was the album that beat is dark as hell is hot. I said nah. This is the album. Yep. I can understand that. That's what I did. Number seven, hardcore Little Kim. Okay. You got her up there. I got her up there. You better have. I got her up there. I got to respect. She deserved to be there. I, she, I think she might be the only female in anybody's top 10. That album, again. She may not be the best female rapper, but she still has, in my opinion, the best female rap album to ever come out. That's my personal opinion. Hardcore is like that. Understood. Number six, Ready to Die. Number five, Reasonable Doubt. Number four, The Chronic 2001. Mm. Number three, The Chronic. Number two, all lies on me and number one. I don't care what anybody say. Fight me at me. I don't care. Matter of fact, I'm gonna just do something real fast. I want you to understand. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say some names. Like I'm gonna like like from one to ten, and then you're just gonna be like, okay. I'm gonna just do it just like that. I I had it queued up. I'm on title right now. If you need to get your music right, go to title. All right. Just because Jay Z left doesn't mean this ain't a bad. Uh, you know, this is not a bad uh, app right here. This is okay. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Life after death. Somebody's gotta die. Hypnotize. Kick in the door. You tonight. Last day. I love the dough. What's beef? B I G. More money. More problems. Bleed. I got a story to tell. Notorious thugs miss you. Another going back to Cali. Ten crack commandments. Play a hater. Look, I'm not even done with the album yet. So we agree on the number one. I feel like that's the best rap album ever. Made. Ever. Diddy. Ever. Shout out to you. Yo, my God. R.I.P. B.I.G. Yes. That is definitely the greatest album I have ever heard in my life. Yo, how could you? In my life. <sighs> that album, you don't have Nas on your top 10, bro? I don't. I'm sorry. Stillmatic and Illmatic. Stillmatic, Illmatic, and It Was Written are honorable mentions. No, I don't have him on my top 10. Sorry. They don't, they don't have, yeah. They, they, you know what? I don't think that his music holds up. For me, for me, I like it. I'm just saying, I don't think like no one is like really trying to tap into some old school Nas though. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you, you went from 10 to one. Yes. I'm gonna go from one to 10. Okay. Even though, keep in mind, y'all, only thing I am agreeing with as far as greatest album of all time is. Life After Death. That album is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Word. Um, Ready to Die was a dope album. Let's not get it twisted. It was. But it does not belong on the top 10, just in my humble opinion. Okay. Because, I'm again, I'm going after album sales, The Reach, okay. which is globally, um, and lyrics, and production. It's just pure momentum and swag. Okay. So Life After Death is number one. Number two. Big brought the East back. Y'all better believe that. He definitely did. Just remember that. Um, number two, y'all, y'all could rearrange my two to ten. But I'm going with the blueprint. Um, the blueprint was a phenomenal album from production to lyricism to visuals. On top of that, he smacked Nas in the mouth twice. For that alone, it was hip hop history. You can continue. All Eyes on Me, number three. Pac came home from prison. 
the momentum and the swag was on a thousand. Death Row was at another level. Pac took them to sites that they never seen after that or before that. You have even with Snoop. You have Blueprint above all eyes on me. Yes, I do. Okay, continue. Yes, I do. All right. Probably. All right. No, you with it. I'm listening. Right. These are all great albums so no, far. But again, I told you, my two to ten, you yo, can rearrange. These are the only all... thing we are agreeing on yo, these is are... the number one slot. You said great albums. Everything say... else is up for debate. You said nothing egregious so far. I'm just asking you know questions. Mean? You said nothing egregious. Uh, I'm I'm agreeing with you on The Chronic 2001. I feel like that is a superior album to The Chronic. For The, the Chronic is a classic. Let's not get it twisted, y'all. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with The Chronic. The Chronic introduced us to that heavy bass, feel good. Like it brought it, it brought the old school into the new school. But The Chronic is filled with a lot of Snoop, from writing to just his presence on the record. So for that reason, I attribute it a little bit more to Snoop than I do to Dre, even though Dre is behind the production and the mastermind behind. I get all of that. That's but why. That's the only reason why the Chronic, the first Chronic, is not on there. However, the Chronic 2001, my like crazy, Dre went right? off. He went you off, right? He grew he up off. a little bit. He still yeah. had writing for him here. Of course, of course. But he went off. He didn't already had Eminem. He didn't prove what he could do yes. with all different types of artists. Yes. yes. Chronic 2001 is um, Snoop was on there, M was on there, everybody was on there. He brought the West Coast back because they died down for a little bit. I feel like Snoop's most memorable songs were on those two albums. Mm. That's why I was like, I can, I don't got to put Doggy Style on it. Mm. Don't get me wrong, for the hood, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. It's classic. What's my name? Classic. He got some dope hits on there, but they don't even run right now. I think the only song that runs right now is Gin and Juice because we play club rap so much in the club. Funkmaster Flex playing that at 7.30 just to get the club started. But honestly, you, nothing but a G thing. Still D-R-E. Um, hey, 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 hey. That song. Like, mm -hmm. those are the songs you remember Snoop on more, in my opinion, than that. Let me ride. Nah, I agree with you, bro. But I still think Snoop Biggest hit is When the pigs in the crib, my drop it like it's hard. Oh, yeah, that's his. Like that's his. That's his. But anyway, yeah. When I'm in my arm, bro. Not on doggy style. Um, number four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I hear you. That's I'm I'm on number five, bro. I said I said oh, yeah. life after death. Yeah, life after death. Blueprint. Blueprint. Yes. All eyes on me. Yes. What did I say after all eyes on me? You didn't say nothing. That's why I said number no, four. No, I did. I did the chronic. Oh, the chronic. Two thousand one. Four. Got it. Um. I'm gonna go with. People gonna really. I'm gonna go with 50 Cent, get Richard Dodd trying. Okay, that's good. Five, let's go. Um, that's not a bad five so far. I'm, I'm, I'm in the G ride into with the you. Woo. Into the woo number six. Oh yeah, we listening to Cream. Um, I'm forgetting some right now. Um, I'm gonna go with we Slim Shady. Let's look. Whoa, whoa, hold up. You don't put Marshall Mathers LP in there, but you put Slim Shady in there? That's the first album. That's the first one. And the reason why I'm putting the first one in, I love the second one. The second, second one, one is my personal favorite. Second right? one was crazy. The second one was crazy. But the first one. The first one was fun. He smacked hip hop in the mouth, man. Like that, that's going to be one of our sayings, bro. He smacked hip hop in the mouth. I Jay mean, was like, Jay was like, yo, I'm in a lab right now. I'm cooking up. 
here you go. It's not the first Eminem. time, but it's not the first time hip hop been slapped in the mouth. You're right. It's not the first it's time. It's not the first time, but. And it's not the, he doesn't have the biggest impact in rap history either. I mean. No, I, I, I got big number one, bro. No, I'm just saying as far as like, just as soon as they walked in, they slapped hip. That's what I'm saying. Like, Biggie nah, slapped hip hop in the mouth. The Slim Shady LP slapped hip hop in the mouth. Okay, that's fine. That's just like, yo, who is this white boy? What is this? Oh, this hard. Because the last white boy we done heard that we respected was Vanilla Ice. Yeah, I never respected Vanilla Ice. I go with BC Boys. I go with MC Search. I go with people like that before I say Vanilla. Excuse my language. Listen, um, man, Nelly Ice went diamond. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> Lil Kim, first album. Hardcore. Yes. Okay. That's seven. Um. Hmm. You got three more. I'm going to go with Outcast. Which one? The double album. Hey yo, listen, man, listen. See, you know what? I ain't feeling this right here. I'm about to do one of you. Hey yo, I ain't feeling that. I ain't even. We ain't doing none of that. We ain't doing that. Let me tell you something. Hit me out. Hit me out. Hit me out. First of all, first of all, Andre 3000 did a Bruno Mars rendition. No, that wasn't rap, dog. Don't get me wrong. I loved it too. I could put Stank on you in that place. Okay, I'm I listening. Put AC Aliens in that place. I, I'm listening. But I'm going with that one again. Okay, that's fine. Simply because list. of, yeah, it, the album itself, bro, like, 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 I hate to keep using the same saying over and over, but mm-hmm. Outkast was already big. I, I, this made them bigger. Okay. They were was, they was stars. And then they became superstars and legends on this album. Okay. I'm with you on that. You feel what I'm saying? Got you. Fuji's. Okay. First album. Okay. We 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 already know how I feel about that. Not a real rap group. You can say what you want. Alternative. They're alternative band group. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're an alternative band group that chose to cover hip hop as their first album and went diamond doing it. Diamond Diamond their first album. How about that? Their first album, ladies and gentlemen. Diamond, their first album. That was eight. Okay. Now, my last two, they're going to f***ing kill me. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I got Jay-Z Black Album. <sighs> All right, continue, man. Black, All right. I got <sighs> Jay-Z Black Album. Yo, y'all could kill me. <sighs> In the comment section, all y'all want. I do not care. This is my list. My list. And then, last but not least, I got Kanye West graduation. Oh. Hold on. Not college dropout. Not even late registration. But graduation. Can we do late registration and, and graduation? Here we go. One of them. We're about to get to our next destination, but before we do, we strongly recommend to drink responsibly and pass that bong to me. You feel me? <laughs> I got bars. Oh, and give us a follow on Instagram at The Late Night Flight. And give us a like on Facebook, The Late Night Flight. And thank you for flying The Late Night Flight. Welcome back to The Late Night Flight. You already know Nassua Nuru, Jers, and you already know who I got. I got the risk of Holic himself. Charlie Rock, that could only mean one thing. We are going off the court. Charlie Rock, what's good with you? Yo, what's the word, baby? I'm good. I'm feeling blessed. After a long weekend and a successful event, I'm out here. I was about to ask you, I was about to ask you, would you consider your event, that music emerge, parking lot, pop-up, 
merch event a success? I think it was definitely a success. I think there's a lot more to be capitalized off of, like, you know, due to the rain, even some people away, but we still had a great turnout being that it rained and thunderstorm for like 12 hours out of the day. I'm, I'm happy with the turnout that we had on the inside. Check me out. So, Absolutely. Check me out. So I got a clip from uh, sports journalist Jason Whitlock, and he spoke about Stephen A. Smith in ESPN and what he's going through right now with the whole Maria Teller situation as far as her trying to get Stephen A. money. Not like nothing against both of them. They're not like pitted against each other. But right. Jason Whitlock came with his his own perspective about it. I'm not here to speak on it. His own perspective. I'm going to play it real fast. You let me know what your take as far as the how important is Stephen A. Smith to ESPN. But I'm about to play this. Here we go. Right now, ESPN is Wakanda. A lot of people miss the point of the Black Panther movie in fictional Wakanda. T'Challa, T'Challa, the Black Panther, was nothing more than a puppet for the black women of Wakanda. Watch the movie again. At every turn, the Black Panther sought the advice, counsel, support, and approval of black women. Black Panther is a celebration of the black matriarchy, period. ESPN is Wakanda. Maria Taylor wants to be the Black Panther. She sees herself as Stephen A's equal. She's not. So Stephen A has to be cut down to Maria's size. Black Twitter, the power source of the black matriarchy, is assisting Maria in her contract push and the devaluation of Smith. Yesterday's Stephen A. controversy was a total rig job, orchestrated to in, to create the impression that Smith is problematic. So, you have heard that. What is your take on that, my black brother? I don't know what the f*** he mean that ESPN is Wakanda. First of all, that, I don't know what we want to call that, that analysis or that, that uh, whatever you call it, that shit is wrong. I do believe Stephen A. Smith is a queen. When it comes to black topics, my only issue with him is he doesn't have, like, he, he supports us, but there's always a but right after it. And he, he's more concerned about black people coming in and doing the job opposed to black people fighting for equality. And I know he says he's a big believer and let's have a plan. But you mean to tell me you much more rather black people come in, make sure you come in and do your job and then figure out a plan. No, I'm not with that. So I think he's a coon. I don't think it's as deep as he's saying. I think she's looking for, I think she, you know, in the wake of where we live in today, I think she's looking for equal rights and opportunity. And she's going to say, listen, I should be getting paid this much because I'm just as good. No knock to Stephen A. Smith. I am just as good as he is. Do you think she's just as good as Stephen A.? She's, in my mind, no. She's, I would say she's belong. Stephen A is great at what he does, but he's still a coon. To me, at least. So myself, I don't believe, I don't, I don't agree with the coon part. But I do think Stephen A is the best there is. He's really good at what he does at arguing. But I do think, like, even if you watch First Take, I think Max has a lot of great points when it comes to some of the things they talk about. Mm -hmm. Stephen A is great at statistics. But statistics, 
it's just the telltale sign of everything. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, let me ask you this. Who would be a better first take duo? Stephen A and Max Kellerman or Stephen A and Bomani Jones? I think Bomani, I, I like Max Kellerman. I would do Bomani Jones and Max Kellerman if you ask me to be honest. Ooh, okay, okay. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Let's get into the real topic. Let's get into the real topic. Suns versus it. Milwaukee tomorrow, 9 o'clock p.m. Milwaukee is trying to close the curtain. It's over. It's over. So here's, here's what's going to happen. Like Talk I said, me. when I, when I did, did I not say right here on the show, Milwaukee Bucks is going to win this in six or seven? You said that. Did I not call that? You and did. where we at? We are at Game six. six Milwaukee's mm-hmm. up three, two, right? Yes. I love Chris Paul. I love all you Chris Paul supporters. But that ship has sailed away, bro. So I think the Suns are a great team, but they have not faced a team at full power and full capacity. And Milwaukee Bucks has both of their superstars and a great star playing Drew Holiday. I think it's too much. Milwaukee, the Suns got punched in the mouth and they haven't responded yet. So we're going to see what happens. I think Milwaukee closes out tomorrow at home. I think if it goes seven, the Suns can pull it out, but I think Milwaukee closes out tomorrow at home. Do you do you see what's going on with Chris Paul in the last two to three minutes of the fourth quarter? These last couple of games, he just looks very non-existent, or I think he's, he's I, or he's choking, or he's worrying about a State Farm commercial. I, I just feel like he's just not in the game. What what, 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 what say you on that? Well, I think he is in the State Farm commercial because if it was up to him, he would disappear and replay this over. I think he's getting too caught up in a minute and not under, uh, he's, excuse me, he's getting too caught up in a moment and overthinking. I think he's not playing to the best of his ability. I, I love Chris Paul, but may, I just think, I think the Suns overall is a year or two away of experience, away from a championship. You know, one thing like, I, I, I want to take my words back on is um, the way that they're guarding uh, Giannis right now. Never, First of all, Aiden is not a mobile center. He's a traditional center. He does not have the footwork for him to be coming out by the perimeter and trying to D Giannis. Giannis is a seven-foot point guard. Like, that's not going to work. He's a seven-foot athletic big man. Right. And he's too quick. Not point guard. Not point guard. He's he's definitely not a point guard, but he's very very quick, very elusive, and he's powerful. So not only is he quicker than you, if he gets you on the shoulder and gives you a bump, into the basket, you're not going to be able to stay in front of them. And they explain it. And like I said, Chris Middleton is now playing like a superstar. And it's too much He's balling. for Phoenix to handle. I think those young boys over there in the same of reality. And they start like... In basketball, the worst thing you could do is give an offensive or your opponent is give them confidence. This is in any sport. If I feel like I could do what I want and I got that confidence, I'm going to do what I want. And when you when you show them like nah, there's, a, there's levels to this. It's hard to keep up with, and I think now Phoenix is doubting himself. Let me get you out of here on this real quick, fun question. So, the twenty Tom Grammy Award winning Adele is dating LeBron's homeboy Rich Paul. I gotta talk ask about you, it. Does it pay to be LeBron's man's? Does it? Right. To be LeBron's he rolling man's? in the he rolling in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> he found somebody like. 
she found somebody like you and she ain't wishing nothing but the best. I'm telling you, he over there living his best life. Shout out to Rich Paul. Shout out to Dell. Hey, listen, she's known for dipping. Once I seen the Dell in Carnival, I'm like, yeah, she's dipping in the chocolate. What the f? This that pilot f- right here. Man to man question. Why black Americans are the only culture where the man being the head of the household is non-existent. I don't agree with that. So you think that I think black Americans are cool with the man being the the head of the foundation? Because I think in other races, whether or other you nationalities said black Americans. That was the question. Okay, okay. You I, know I, what I mean? so where so, you coming with that? I'm listening. And in, in America, yes, we are. We are very present. Not only are we present, we are in a lot of ways protected because we are the black man. You understand what I'm saying? When I say protected, I'm talking about from women. Like if you think about it, women will go out and they will, the ones that, that ride or die for you, yeah. right? Yeah. They're going to do anything that they can to keep you out of trouble. Okay. Right? As we protect them, right? Right, right. They also protect us. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? So we're very present. Like, there's not a woman, there's not a black, there's not a real black woman. When I say real black woman, you know what I mean. I don't got to go into it, right? I got you. Okay. There's not a real black woman who doesn't want a black man to lead their household. You know why I say that? See, you're you're a married man in a traditional household. Define traditional. Old school. Okay. Okay. So, I am a old school man in this modern day dating world, mm-hmm. you're dealing with women that either feel as though they had to be the father and the mother because the father was non-existent. And I'm not here to be judgmental on that because that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have some women that are professionals and making their money and they're just like, yo, I make more money than you. Little mm-hmm. you better wash these dishes or you can go kiss back to the streets. You're funny. All right, and you be like, hold up, I ain't even asked to live here. What is this? <laughs> you funny. My goodness, this See, woman is knocking. This, so you know, I'm just saying, but you're dealing with, uh, I say, a mixture of of something that's it's a void in their lives mixed in with uh, some masculine energy and it's turning them into savages. And they're, but at the same time, they're like, I want a man. And it's like, no, you don't. Acting like this beast mode chick right now. I don't know what you want. That's not fair. I'm being funny. I'm no, just no, saying. No, 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 no. It right. is funny. Right. But when I said, your whole statement isn't fair is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, okay. I got you. It's not fair because we made them that way. Right, right. You I understand dig that. what I'm saying? I like, dig that. We, did, I we dig had that. to get our together. 60% of us to this day mm-hmm. still have to get our together before we can come correct to a woman. I agree. They're so used to being disappointed. I agree. You understand what I'm saying? And when you're disappointed, after a certain amount of time, it's like, Ah, yeah, I don't trust you. We, mm-hmm. the black man, the black man needs to show and prove. Case in point, right? I'm a married man, right? right, right Me right. and my wife was dating. I was fresh off of a divorce, okay. right? Right. We was just going on dates, yeah, right. And she was surprised and shocked that I was paying for everything, yeah. Like she was so used to paying half her movie ticket, half her dinner bill, half. Her wherever they're going. Yeah. And I'm looking at her like, 
You ain't never been with a man before? Like, this is what <laughs> men do. Men pay for it. Right, right, Save right. your money. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I right. don't know what bills you have yet. We dating. Right. You but I don't know what bills you have yet, but I know I got it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. There's I a lot you. of men out here today who don't do that. And think, yo, I got to get a car. I don't, nah, you don't got to do all that. Yo, you, you could Uber, money, but when you Uber, pay for it. Don't. Yo, you think you could get here and then I don't know women want to hear that, man, because Melody. they've been disappointed their whole life. You feel what I'm saying? Not not all of them. Please don't take this literal, ladies. What I'm saying is there's been a lot of heartbreak and a lot of disappointment. And that builds up resentment. Yes. In DNA. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, Over decades. They get hereditary. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, that's what I'm saying. And you got a few of us like me, and I wasn't always like this. Right. right. I was I was one of them who didn't have my ish together. Right. But when I got it together, it was like, oh, all right. See, all right, I got kids too, which is also a huge difference. Like when a man has a kid and you take care of them, you take on that responsibility, it changes you. Mm. You become more mature. You instantly become more protective. You instantly want to be the provider. You instantly want to make sure everything is okay. You want your people to not want for anything. When you don't have no responsibilities, it's all about you. Yeah. So you don't have time to think about what this chick want and how she want it. Because you and your shit about, nah, that's what I want. That's how I want it. You understand what I'm saying? It's a different mentality. So once you get responsibilities, that's what makes you grow. That's what makes you mature. You got to go through those experiences, so to speak. Women, you heard it first from a man. <laughs> Thank you for flying the late night flight. Shout out to all the pilots who contribute to the Fastest Rising podcast. If you want to contribute, DM us at the late night flight. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pilot right here. 